are Locked On, Locked On, Locked On Hornets, your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's go get hype on this Wednesday. The week is halfway done. Welcome in. It's Hornets Talk for the Hardcore Fan. It's Locked On Hornets presented by the Locked On Podcast Network coming to you from the Gittimer.com studios in BEA beautiful Uptown Charlotte. I'm Doug Branson. No David Walker. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show. We've got a great interview coming up with Justin Thomas from ESPN Charlotte. Shorter because we are getting ready. Well, first of all, the Hornets did not practice yesterday. They had the day off. They practiced today, so we'll have some information for you out of that tomorrow. Uh, but they don't play until Monday at Chicago. That's their next game. So they're, they're taking a little bit of a of an extended break heading into their last four preseason games, gearing up for the season. That for the Hornets starts on October 26th. But for the for the NBA, the NBA actually gets kicked off on October 25th, that Tuesday. And uh, that will be a game uh, the champion Cleveland Cavaliers hosting the New York Knicks. It will also, October 25th, be the day that Locked on Hornets Live makes its triumphant debut. We're ready. We're going to make that debut on YouTube. We did a practice run last night. If you follow us on Twitter, uh, at Locked on Hornets, or on Snapchat, uh, at Hive Talk Live, you may have seen some behind-the-scenes stuff that we released on those channels. Well, we're getting ready. We've got the, we, we had a really great run last night, and uh, we'll have one more week of practice getting, getting everything together, and then October 25th, we go back to our roots. This started as a live show, and uh, we'll get back live on YouTube and Facebook. So if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Locked on Hornets. And on Facebook, make sure you like both the At The Hive SB Nation Facebook page and the Locked On Hornets Facebook page. So exciting times here uh, in the Gittimer.com studios in the Locked On Hornets universe because uh, we're excited about the fact that we're going live it, it, and, and on video. And just doing the practice run yesterday, uh, we we ran some uh, a funny clip from the uh, last game that the Hornets played against Minnesota. So we'll have an opportunity to do that. We showed your tweets. We were able to interact. The people that we, we had a small group come in and give us some comments and feedback, and they interacted with us on YouTube. And so we got to read those comments. It's really cool because this show is fueled by you, by your comments. Uh, so we're always, we always want to push the direction of the show where you want it to go. So it's important if you have a question, if you have a comment, if you're interested in something particular about the team, that you let us know on Twitter at Locked on Hornets, on at thehive.com when we post these shows, and on uh, email, buzzbuzz at lockedonhornets.com. Questions, comments, send those our way. It's very important because you know we build this show and, and we take it in the direction that we want to take it because that's, you know, that's how our minds work. But if we get a question, if we get a comment, if we see the fans trending towards one particular topic over another, then that's what we want to talk about. That's where we want to go. So 
again, make sure you're sending us those comments, your questions, buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com or on Twitter at LockedOnHornets or on Facebook, uh, either on the At The Hive page. We pay attention to that. We pay attention to the Charlotte Hornets Reddit as well. So if you're active on there, great, because we we are checking that out, making sure that we're staying on top of what fans, what the hardcore fans really want to listen to. Okay, let's get to this interview with uh, Justin Thomas from ESPN Charlotte. We talk about, this was actually, we filmed this as part of our practice run, but I thought the conversation was so great that uh, we had to run it again. So here we're talking, uh, David and I talked to Justin Thomas, ESPN Charlotte, about a variety of subjects in and around the Charlotte Hornets as they get set to tip things off uh, in Chicago for the preseason, but they're really getting ready for October 26th, the beginning of the Charlotte Hornets season. Let's take a listen. All right, time now to go out to the Locked On line and welcome in our guest. He covers the Hornets for ESPN Charlotte, 7.30 a.m. on your dial, ESPNCharlotte.net on your internet. Justin Thomas, Justin, welcome in to Locked On Hornets Live. Oh, how's it going? I, I heard you guys on there talking. I was a little concerned. I heard about like quicksand and and you know fighting, and I was a little concerned. But then I realized you were talking about that. Well, what so do you have? Do, wait a minute. Right. You're concerned about quick. I mean, do you have some kind of fear of quicksand? I mean, I was just concerned. You know, I got on. I heard quicksand. I heard fighting. And then I was like, oh, no, I didn't know. What was going am I on, on the right? So no, he was asking, was am I on the right podcast? What What have I done? What, what have I called into? No, you are on the right podcast. Welcome in, Justin. Okay. Uh, we need your impressions. You were there in the arena, your impressions of this first Hornets preseason win against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ah. Uh. <laughs> all right that sounded hey, like, jo- uh, hey justin I, thomas is live right now that sounded like roy hibbert's the horse uh, wait i have that hold on I, go no go ahead i didn't i didn't want to rush into it um, I, had, I had to think about this when, when you thought about it but i would say um in the beginning i wasn't thoroughly impressed uh they looked a little flat they looked dry i remember um i saw a tweet from doug i saw a tweet from addy and everybody was on the same label. Like, yo, there's no energy. Nothing's going on. In the first And then, half. you know, as a, yeah. And, you know, as a, all of a sudden, like the Hornets do, they usually like to start slow and have you criticize them. And then they learn how to play basketball and, and they put away with a win. But initially, I was a little concerned. But, I mean, they got better. I've, I've known from watching the Hornets for years that it, it takes them some time. But when I say it's going to take some time, uh, they need to get off to a good start because last night, it's not a huge indicator, but you know you saw some things that will probably likely filter over into the season. So, um, but we can just say this: Clifford said uh, in, in preseason in the training camp, the goal is to get better. So let's just say the Hornets have some getting bettering to do. Well, let's wrap up that first answer. Well, I think it's pretty clear. The Hornets are looking good. The Hornets are, are looking, looking good. good. That's a great, great <laughs> quote there one of them. from Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Hey, I know you're very high. I know you're very high on Jeremy Lamb. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about Lamb's performance last night. He's obviously been very good on offense. Dropped 16 points last night, doing it inside, doing it outside. Uh, but have you been concerned with his defensive performance? And what did last night tell you about that? Jeremy, I, Jeremy's just a, he's a roller coaster ride. Um, <laughs> I know. I know you like to. I know you like to. Use Lamb as as a pinata, but 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I use I I'm not using him as a pinata. I'm I'm merely I'm merely observing that he sometimes he has a tendency to play one side of the ball. And and you know what? There was a time there was a time he was confused, I believe, in the third quarter. And I looked around. I was like, there's, there's no way this man is confused already. And luckily he was able to he was able to um, you know, talk, you know, coaches love communication on defense and he was able to filter into the right spot. But with Jeremy, I, I think it's just a simple approach. Um, I, I think he, he he's always engaged or locked in to score points. Like he's always ready for the offensive end. But on the defensive end, it's almost like he like he falls asleep. And those games where you see him out there hustling. And you're like, man, if this guy plays this way, night in, night out, he can really be a special player. Um, but, th- but there are times, but I can say this, and, and we don't know this, but Clifford said it. He had to learn how to be a pro. And, and listening to Jeremy, it was evident he had to learn how to be a pro. He said he had to learn how to eat better, um, you know, just taking uh, more care of his body and, and having the right approach. Because I felt like when he first started playing and he was scoring up, I felt like he thought, okay, I can do this. Oklahoma City just wasn't giving me any burn. And then when they saw him play well, he got that contract extension. And then after that, it started to trickle. And and you were wondering what is going on. And and if you know Clifford, Clifford's going to tell you this way. The best players are going to play. And and Jeremy didn't play any defense. He played some offense, but he didn't play any defense. So this year, I think, will be an important year. Because now, you know, there's, there's Bellinelli on the squad. So now, if Jeremy don't want to play, you can just leave him on the bench. And, and just knowing that, that Jeremy's a competitive guy and he's ready to work and he wants to prove himself, we're going to see. Because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people already fight the narrative out on Jeremy that he's going to play offense, he's not going to play any defense, and he's going to be up and down how to play it. But we'll definitely find out if he's locked in and play both sides of the ball. Yeah, Justin, I was with you on that one because you look back at that Celtics game, right? He had like 16 points, was the high score in that game, which was not close for the Hornets. But you heard Clifford after that game, and he wasn't exactly heaping praise upon him. I mean, he he pretty much ripped him for not playing any defense and scoring a couple buckets. So I was right there with you. It doesn't matter if Lynn score if Lamb. Oh my gosh, that's the first one, first one of the season. Did it, Lynn? Put it in the the jar. (laughs) It doesn't matter if he scores fifteen, sixteen, twenty points a game if he's not playing defense the way Clifford wants it to. He's not going to play. Now I, I did back off that a little bit after last night's game because. Bellinelli, uh, what was he? Oh, for the game, oh, for three, uh, yeah. oh, for three last night. <laughs> played twenty nine minutes, didn't do much. We don't foresee that continuing to be the case. But with the struggle scoring for this team, especially on the bench, I mean, Lamb has that opportunity in front of his face if he can just stay locked in enough on defense. You know, they can put him out there to score some. And I would like to say, and there's a and and listening to Clifford. Uh, you can tell he want he really wants Jeremy to be the player he believes he can be. Like uh, you, you know, there were times like you could ask him about PJ, and you could tell, you know, coach is just going through the motions. But when he speaks like that, there's a, a disheartening loss or guys don't show up. You can hear it, and and I feel like he's sitting down and he talks to Jeremy like Jeremy. You can be a a really good basketball player in this league, but it starts with a simple approach, and and it was odd. If he mentioned Lamb without saying Lamb, and me and Doug talked about this, uh, talked about this in the preseason luncheon with Clifford, that you know you can't you can score twenty seven, twenty eight points a night and not play defense, 
But you can't do that when you're scoring 15. Exactly. Now, who and do you, th- who do you think he's talking? Who do you think he's talking about there? Uh, Mr. Branson, he's more than likely talking about Jeremy Lamb. Your boy. Your boy. That's your new guy. You're off Kobe, and you go. You you're just you're like a uh, you're a chucker groupie. You just go from chucker no, to chucker. Whoever's chucking no. best, you're the chuckster. No, it's been it's been James Harden <laughs> for like three years right now. So I don't believe so, you. So it's, it's no, it's James Harden and Chris Paul and John Wall. Those are my three guys right now. Those are my three. Hey, I have a question Mr. for you guys. Uh, and, uh, do you think that you know Lamb? Oftentimes looks like he's not working hard. I mean, sometimes he's not. Mm. Sometimes he gets beat back. But he's kind. He's 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 uh he has a smooth gait, for lack of a better, you know, a, a, a real, real smooth, smooth gait. And so it oftentimes looks like he's either not paying attention. You know, he's got kind of that sleepy look about him. So that uh, that can't help him when he's trying to go out there and 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 show right that he's playing good D. Well, okay, you know what I mean. Maybe, but I think there there is a pretty clear difference between a guy looking like he needs a nap and a guy napping on defense. I mean, you, oh, for you know, sure. he's oh, oh oh wow. I mean, I, I think oh, it's real classy. Talk. But real I classy. what. No, I'm just saying there's a difference. I'm not. I'm not accusing him of that. I mean, you could let the tape pe- speak for itself. I th- First of all, I just want to say this: uh, you haven't mentioned last night's game, but I thought Jeremy Lin play or Jeremy Lin uh, put it, it in the jar. <laughs> um, no, I thought Jeremy Lamb played a lot better. On I'm going to go close up cam for this because I, I want people to know I'm serious. I thought Jeremy Lamb played better. You can't see this right now, Justin, but I'm on close up cam. Uh, I thought that Jeremy Lamb played better defense. I thought the first half he made a couple of mistakes against Shabazz Muhammad, but I thought just like the game in Connecticut, he locked in, You know, came out of the half, started to uh, pay better attention. And really, here's the thing. You don't need Jeremy Lamb to play. He's not going to be a lockdown defender. He's not going to get even to the level that P.J. Hairston ultimately got to. He just, you can't be a giant liability yeah. on on the defense and we and Clifford mentioned after the game Justin he didn't really mention his defense but he talked about again with this phrase that we hear all the time from Clifford playing with purpose he played with purpose on offense I thought he he did, he made some improvements towards that on defense as well it's going to be a season long battle I mean a season long thing you know he's going to have to prove himself Night in and night out. Well, maybe maybe not in Charlotte. It might not be a season long thing in Charlotte. Well, but it's going to be a career long thing for him. I feel like it's yeah. it's going to be because I think now, you know, reputations take a little time to set in, and and I don't think it's necessarily set in stone for him, but it, it's it, that sort of one way player. It's getting to that point. Well, and you look at that. Remember, we talked about this trade that never materialized, and I guess may never happen at this point with Greg Monroe. Mm-hmm. And they were looking to fill a wing spot with Chris Middleton going down, and they had Lamb lumped in with guys like um, uh, uh, Macklemore, yeah, and uh, a couple other young wing guys mm-hmm. that are kind of in that same mold, like. A little bit of unknown. You know the talent's there. Yeah, yeah. You just haven't seen it break out. And I was going down that list, and I was like, man, I don't know if Lamb is 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 high on this list. I don't think so. I think people think a lot more of, of a guy like Macklemore mm. in, in Sacramento. So uh, when you look at it from that standpoint, I think what you're saying is right, Doug. You know, he's close to having the book written on him, right? I mean, because yeah. he got a pass for Oklahoma City. 
the opportunity is here. It was here last year, a little more crowded bench and backcourt uh, and wing roles, especially with Lynn here. But he's not here anymore. And Bellinelli's here, and it's basically Bellinelli and Lamb. And there's plenty of slots. There's plenty of playing time to go around for the one, the two, the three. He's not going to play the one, but anywhere in that wing. So he's got his shot. Great stuff there from Justin. Always a fun time uh, talking to him. He's a big part of this show. Uh, He also is the uh, Hornets reporter for ESPN Charlotte, ESPN 730 on your radio, ESPNCharlotte.net on the web. Uh, but he, he's a big part of this show, and he's on the inside, folks. You want to follow him on Twitter, at JTyree704. Thanks for listening to Locked on Hornets here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter, at Locked on Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. Help hardcore Hornets fans just like yourself find this podcast. And make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Locked on Hornets. We're premiering Locked on Hornets live October 25th. It's coming up, folks. October 25th. Tuesday, October 25th. 6 o'clock p.m. Locked on Hornets. If you subscribe, you get a little notification on your phone. Real cool deal. Shoot us your Hornets questions, your thoughts. Buzz buzz at LockedOnHornets.com. For David, I'm Doug. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, more thoughts and some sound from Hornets practice. Go Hornets. Go America. Let's swarm Charlotte. So what if I like to stay up late and watch TV? Don't blame it on caffeine and then go to Napa know It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17